Hey guys, did you know that you can burn up to 40 calories for every 15 minutes of laughing? Get in shape with that trophy wife life. We are a comedy podcast that guarantees to make you really, really, really good looking. Join us as we discuss hard-hitting, important topics like asshole kid moments, the best drunk stories, best pranks ever pulled, and the dumbest criminals that get themselves busted. So if you want to lose weight and be really, really, really good looking, find that Trophy Wife Life today. Available on all major podcast platforms and YouTube. Don't forget to rate and review. Only five stars are being accepted at this time. And until our next episode, keep living that Trophy Wife Life. Yeah, when your um, children are like, you know, when he goes off, um, to have a sleepover or he goes to daycare or whatever and you're in the house on your own do you find yourself like commentating everything you do and talking to yourself just because that's what you do and then you catch yourself and you think who the fuck am I talking to there's nobody here yeah yeah there's yeah, nobody yeah. Here to listen to me yeah I'm still talking to myself what the fuck I do it. I mean, my excuse is that sometimes I need expert advice you know but uh, <laughs> G'day, g'day. Welcome to another episode of Not So Secret Dad's Business. Today, I've got a UK mum on the show. Uh, I'd like to introduce Hayley from the Mac to Mac podcast. How are you, Hayley? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm doing well, mate. I'm doing well. Good. Now, um, I originally came across you and your Instagram and, and your, your mum life, so to speak, because uh, you've been on the Shadadigans podcast a few times and I've, you know, we've got mutual friends there. Yeah, we have. I'm a glutton for punishment yeah. with those boys. I'll tell you what, I mean, it's all, all good fun with them, but uh, yeah, there's a bit of shit stir in there, isn't there? Oh, absolutely. I can handle it, though. It's all good. I'm from Manchester. I can handle it. It's all good. Oh, a Manchester girl, boy. Well, yeah, yes. give them a run for your money for sure. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I pride myself on it. <laughs> hey, uh, so tell us a little bit about your podcast that you do with uh, Mandy in Canada. Um, okay, so we've known each other for about 13 years. Um, and more recently, I've discovered the beauty of voice notes via WhatsApp which is a lazy person's dream because you don't have to type at all. Um, yep. And so our, our voice notes, we realised they were lasting anywhere between like three and 15 minutes at a time. And yeah, it was well. just so funny. And then I saw this meme on Facebook and it was something like, um, to all the people that send long voice notes, um, it's a voice note, not a podcast. And I said, as a bit of a joke, like, maybe we should podcast together and so that's it now we do um and we just we talk about random stuff we we stay away from parenting um most of the time um because we use it as an excuse to just have a bit of adult conversation you know some dedicated time a week yep. um but yeah we just talk about random stuff we get a lot of submissions from people because we like to talk about a specific topic 
um, like we've done first dates, um, we've done perspectives, um, and more recently we did questions for a British person with her brother, who's also from Canada, which was uh, quite funny. I never realised how confusing we are over here. Um, I don't know if it's so much confusing, just the fact that North America seemed to be stuck in a little bubble, I think. Mm, I mean, yeah. I know the USA are really bad for doing that, but I think I think <laughs> Canada are just sort of, they, they tend to do it a little bit as well. I mean, Australia have a pretty big British influence. So there's a lot of stuff that is pretty similar, I think, with the UK yeah. and Australia. Um, yeah. But like, like the other day when we were talking and I was having to ask you about TV licences, because that blew my mind that you'd have to pay yeah. a licence for your TV, you know. Yeah, it blows my mind every fucking month. <laughs> it's just <laughs> ridiculous. It's so, so stupid. Even I had to Google it because I know you asked that question for the Ask a British Person, but we never got to it. Yeah. Um, but it's the only one that I actually had to Google because I, I genuinely didn't know. It's just something that we pay and just don't question it. It's so strange. Yeah, it, it really blew me away because, I mean, mm. the, the ABC here is, you know, the, the equivalent of the BBC. But yeah. it's all government funded. Yeah. So when you were telling me that, you know, BBC are, are getting their money from the licensing, I was like, okay, yeah. well, it sort of makes sense, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, but, um, I think nowadays, I think it's distributed across um, the few, um, like, terrestrial channels now like ITV, Channel 4, Channel 5, um, but they still have adverts on there. So you'll have like a Marmite advert or a insurance advert or something in between. Yeah. Programs on BBC have absolutely nothing, which is good, but the programming is pretty shit, so you don't watch it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so you literally... What I don't understand is we pay for... I said, didn't I? We pay for Sky, which is like the British equivalent of like cable. Yep, yep. We pay that every month, but we still have to pay for a TV license, even though we pay through the arse for for that. So yeah, I still, so I still don't understand. I'm probably as confused as you are, to be honest. I don't, I don't know. The only, I think, the only thing that confuses me more than that is possibly the fascination with Blobby, because I mean, here's the most. The, oh. the scariest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, I was I mean, absolutely the terrified. That goes with it as well. Oh, I know. It just—it's horrendous. That thing, like, completely terrorized my childhood. It was awful. There was this program called Noel's House Party, and it was a TV presenter called Noel Edmonds. Um, have you ever seen the British Deal or No Deal? Yeah, I he know does it. that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So. In the 90s, he had, on a Saturday night, Noel's house party. And I used to watch it with my dad. And Mr. Blobby was a thing that would just appear. And he would, like, knock shit over. He would, like, just throw, like, custard pies at people and just generally be this terrifying pink thing and knock people over. And I hated it. And then, you know... To go and top it all off, he knocks take that off Christmas number one. And I was absolutely heartbroken. This thing completely ruined my life for a few years. Yeah, no, I, I tell you what, I was in absolute stitches listening to that episode of the podcast because Mandy <laughs> was just like, just absolutely mind blown 
couldn't get her, her head around it. Yeah, I had a fair idea. So I'm just, I was laughing yeah. so hard. It is. It's very funny. Um, it makes me laugh how mind blown she is when she asks me a question about something and then I tell her the answer and she's like, what? Because to me, it's just so normal. It's like the calling yeah. the caterpillar thing. It's just so normal for someone to question it. Is just like it's just really bizarre to me, but I suppose that's the same for you as well. I'm sure people have well, I know people have so many stereotypes about Australia, um, yeah. and they're just not they're not right, are they? A lot of not them all the time, especially the whole shrimp on the Barbie that one drives me yeah. nuts, really. So, <laughs> yeah, do you we- not barbecue prawns then? Is that like not an actual thing? Well, every once in a while, but I mean, it's not, it's not something that's like deeply ingrained in our culture. <laughs> you know, we're, right. we're more likely to, to have a sausage sizzle than we are to stick prawns on the barbecue. You know, <laughs> right. um, but we definitely do not say let's put a shrimp on the barbie. Oh, that's that's just <laughs> Australian tourism right there for you for the Americans. Yeah, absolutely, um, and the British as well. They, Whenever you say, oh, we had a friend that moved over to Australia about 10 years ago or more. And that was, you know, one of the first things people say when you say, you know, your friend's moving to Australia, they do that impression and say those words. It's just something that we do. And you've kind of shattered that now, to be honest, Nate, because I don't know what I'm (laughs) going to do in a shit Australian accent from now on. (laughs) Oh, it's okay. Look, go for it. I mean, it's it's been going for what thirty years, as far as I understand. So why why, yeah. why mess up a good thing, you know? I might start using shoot the shit instead. Shoot the shit. I like that one. It's my favourite one. Yeah. It's, again, it's it's just that got that Australian touch. Normally, you'd just be shooting the breeze. I guess that would be the proper <laughs> way of saying. It. You get yeah, down here, like, oh, come on, mate, let's shoot the shit. <laughs> <laughs> so um anyway uh you've got some little ones of your own as well haven't you how's how's mum life for you? um it's good it's ever-changing isn't it this parent malarkey um I've got an eight-year-old and a two-year-old they're both boys um they couldn't be more different it's so funny because everyone tells you that your second kid is not going to be like your first mm-hmm. and they were 100% right I've always been one of these people that's like how they're having the same upbringing in the same house with the same parents how can they be different my first boy max is so sensible and he's always been so straight down the line and you tell him to do something and he does it and he doesn't question it he's very loving and all the rest of it my second one Dougie no he's not like that at all you ask him to do something he looks right through you he doesn't sleep he thinks sleep is for losers and always has yep. done. Um, so yeah, they just they couldn't be more different, but it's it's fun. I like having boys. I feel very well looked after having boys. Yeah. I've got my own little gang around me. Um so yeah, it is, it's good, it's just constantly changing. Um, so how old's your son? He's uh coming up on five next month, actually. Wow, okay. So is he in school already? Uh, no, he's just in daycare at the moment. So he starts school next year, I believe. Wow, right, okay. 
Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. Hasn't, he was just a little too old for, uh, too young for this year's intake. So yeah, he'll start next uh, year. Okay. All right. And how, how are you feeling about that one? Because that's a big I'm, one, isn't it? I'm looking forward to it actually. Because I mean, he's a really bright kid. He's, he's, he is a smart kid. Um, yeah. We've, we've just had to pull him out a few days a week at, at daycare because uh, they didn't have a, a dedicated teacher for the kids. It was just right. childcare staff. And so okay. we, we felt really bad for a while. They were telling him off, calling him a dirty little liar because he'd come home from, from daycare and we're like, what letter did you learn today? Oh, no, I didn't yeah. learn a letter. I'm like, what do you mean you didn't learn a letter? You meant, That's why we're sending you there. And then yeah. it turned out, yeah, there was no teacher putting together a curriculum for the kids. And this is right. the year that they're doing all the school readiness and getting them used to writing yeah. their names and mm-hmm. knowing the alphabet and counting to 20 and all this sort of thing. Yeah. Wow. So we're like, well, buddy, you guys, if you're not going to do it, we'll pull them out and do it ourselves. Absolutely, yeah. I see over here we have um, the EYFS. I used to work with children under five and we have the early years foundation stage and that's basically a curriculum set out for um not to four years 11 months mm-hmm. so over here we have a strict thing to follow like you say you know there's certain things that you have to do yep to get a child ready for school over here so that's really surprising that you don't I thought that was just a like across the board well, thing that, that happened that's- that's the, the frustrating thing is that it's, it's meant to be in place. It just ha- ha- so happened oh. that with staff turnover and, and whatnot, they weren't getting the qualified staff in. So, oh um, yeah, we, pu- we pulled him out. And then, yeah, they've just bailed us up the uh, the other week and gone, oh, look, you know, we've got a new teacher coming in and we're going to get this curriculum. And my missus has just gone, well, what do you want me to do? Too late now. I've already reduced his hours. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not going to yeah. muck around because you guys can't get your shit together. Well, no, because at the end of the day, the book stops with you, doesn't it? If you can't That's do right. these things, the teachers at school are going to be looking at you guys wondering why you can't do it, not the people in daycare. Yeah. And there's only six months left into it, you know, like it goes to school next year. So yeah, no point going through the hassle of trying to find a new centre or, or anything like that. No, no. Like you say, you can do it yourself at home. Just as yeah. well, if not better. So, yeah, why not? Yeah, well, the missus has been pretty good. Like, she'd set up, um, like, some learning books and, like, she's got all these pages that are just laminated so you can use the old uh, dry erase marker on them. And <laughs> she got sounds just like me. <laughs> and all that. Yeah. Oh, she's all over it. Oh, good. That, well, that makes it easier. He's very lucky to have a mum like that then, isn't he? Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's on it. Oh, good. <laughs> So with your your little one, um, mm. I remember you actually talking about it on the podcast that you were actually quite upset because he's not had a birthday outside of lockdown. No, um, he turned two at the beginning of May this year um, and he could actually see family. Um, so he was born in 2019. So obviously his first birthday was in lockdown like serious actual full-on lockdown um and he couldn't see anybody um but this year he managed to actually see his family so it was still outside we were still under the rule of six outside thing um but 
the sun came out for a bit so we were you know we were okay for a while um and yeah it was it was really emotional because he's kind of regressed a little bit with his speech and his social skill obviously because his world has been so small for so long Mm. um which I think it turns out is quite a common common thing with 2019 babies um but for him to be able to actually celebrate his birthday and we can show him what birthdays are actually supposed to be like you know we didn't even have a birthday cake the first time around because there was nowhere open to buy one you weren't allowed yeah, to go right. buy anything that wasn't essential. So you weren't allowed to buy birthday cake. So it was it was really emotional. And it was just like his first actual proper birthday. Um, and the difference in him with his speech and things, but like since then and now, it's just, it's amazing. Yeah, it's, awesome. it's unbelievable how much children need that social interaction for everything. You know, you can do yeah. any everything that you think you should be doing. You can laminate all the sheets you want. But if yeah. your children <laughs> can't see other kids or other people, it's pointless. They're not going to do anything. Yeah, yeah. See, I, I did that. Uh, I, I had that with, with our son. And because um, being an only child... Um, yeah. He's he's the first of the next generation in our family, you know. So, or Christine's right. family. So, <clears throat> excuse me. He doesn't have those cousins or anything to play with, and so for the first two years, I was just constantly talking to him. Um, we had yeah. him in speech therapy and all this, all this other stuff. And I'm like, how can I, you know, help him improve? And they yeah. reckon just constantly talking to them, whether it's. Yeah just talking about what you're doing or yeah. so now I've got a bad habit I constantly talk to him and yeah like a running commentary here, of everything yeah yeah and if he's not here I'd get really lost I don't know what to do because he gets yeah you so do <laughs> isn't it funny because see I've said this before that you know, sometimes I think we need our kids just as much as our kids need us because we could become reliant on them just as much as they rely on us, don't don't we? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, the last two nights he's just had a sleepover over uh, with his grandma. Um, mm. His auntie, his auntie came back from a two-year working holiday in Canada, yeah. and so uh, yeah, he's he's just wanted to be with his auntie the whole time. And so yeah, yeah the last two days I've been. Looking around the house, a bit like that Pablo Escobar sort of meme, you know, just standing there not, <laughs> not knowing what to do. Yeah, feeling like your arms are falling off. Yeah, standing in the backyard, staring at the sky. Okay, this is what free <laughs> time ever, is like. When, yeah, when your um, children are like, you know, when he goes off um, to have a sleepover or he goes to daycare or whatever and you're in the house on your own, do you find yourself like, commentating everything you do and talking to yourself just because that's what you do. And then you catch yourself and you think, who the fuck am I talking to? There's nobody here. Yeah, yeah. There's nobody here to listen to me. Yeah, I'm still talking to myself. What the fuck? I I do it. I mean, my excuse is that sometimes I need expert advice, you know, but... But, yeah, quite often Christine will pop her head out of the lounge room. What's that, babe? I'm like, what? She goes, you said something. I'm like, oh, don't worry, I'm talking to myself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I do it all the time, all the yeah. time. And quite often it's I'll scary. turn around, hey, bud, what are you? Oh, yeah, that's right, he's not here today. 
Yeah. Yeah. And then you feel really sad. Yeah. It's just, I, it I, I don't know. I think it's just the amount of time that they take up. You just sort of get so used to yeah. just being go, go, go. You do get that. Absolutely. And you're just sort of lost. Yeah. Well, we were talking about that as well, Mandy and I. We were saying that, you know, mum brain, but I suppose it's dad brain as well, um, where you're just constantly thinking about what they might need or want. It's like, has he got a drink in that cup? Does he need a snack? Is it time for lunch yet? He hasn't been to the toilet in a while. He probably needs to go. I better send him. All that stuff is constantly going around in your head. And then, like you say, when you don't have to think about that, it feels really, really strange. You just get so used to your brain being taken up with this stuff. Yeah. Madness. Absolute madness. No one prepares you for that part, I don't think. No, that's for sure. And, like, he's he's my shadow as well. So he does everything with me. We do the grocery shopping together. You know, we, we go out anywhere. He's just, he's glued to me, you know, and I'm, lately been trying to sort of leave him home like oh, hang out mm. with mum give mum a hand with with stuff around here yeah because he's just such a daddy's boy oh that's and lovely I'm, I'm sure there will come the time where you know he'll get bored of me and he'll be a mummy's boy and I'm gonna take it personally and get real sad but you know I mean it's while it, while it lasts <laughs> it's good fun oh yeah see, my um to be honest, both of them are, are mummy's boys. Um, but recently now, certainly now Max is getting older, there's certain things that I'm having, I'm finding myself say, ask your dad about that. You speak yeah. to your dad about it. And it, it's really it's really hard for me, I'm going to be honest, because I like to be in control, I guess, of everything. So I like to be the one to sort everything out. You know, yep. if he has a problem, he comes to me and I fix it. But now he's getting older, he's going to be like, mum, what's this? Or mum, can I talk to you about this? And I'm going to have to say, because I don't know, mm. talk to your dad. Um, and he is gravitating more towards his dad now, which is, it's hard. But yep. I'm sure he'll always look after his mummy because I've told him he's got to. So oh, we'll, we'll yeah. hope. <laughs> well, I mean, especially in those prepubescent years and, and all of that as well, as he, as he gets closer mm. to that, he's going he's gonna to have a lot more questions that you really probably don't want to answer, let alone be able to answer. Well, uh, see, this is it. I, I'm, I like to think of myself as the Beverly Goldberg of this household. <laughs> and <laughs> Yep. Yep, yep. I am I am 100% Beverly Goldberg and I embrace it and I love it. Um, so, you know, I'll always have a go at answering these questions and I've always tried to be um, cool under like the pressure of these questions, but I don't think I'm mature enough for it because I laugh. I just laugh <laughs> and I don't know what to say. And I'm like, oh, shit, I just... I don't know, but I don't, I don't know if that would be a good thing, whether that will make him more relaxed about this stuff. I don't know. But you have to just give it a go and see, don't you, I suppose? Yeah. Well, look, again, I think it's really good that, you know, a boy can have that relationship with his mum as well. Like, I mean, obviously when I was younger, you know, I'd ask my dad certain things, but, 
There was yeah. never that taboo of being able to go to mum and go, hey, look, I'm a little confused or I'm a little lost. What do you know? Yeah. Um, you know, like sex and and puberty and all of that sort of stuff, it was really cool. I was still able to go to mum. There was none of that weirdness. So I yeah. think that's what, what is really good about being being a mama's boy as well is, is that there's no boundary there, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's it. And that's how I want um, Max and Dougie to be. I want, you know, I want them to feel like they can come to me with absolutely anything. Um, and, you know, I'll never lie. I'll always try and be honest. Um, I can't remember when it was. I did something once and even Darren, my partner, was like, what have you just said? Are you, are you kidding? Um but today I was actually playing a game with him and it was um it was called faking it and it's um it's on this game called Jackbox. Um and it was like everyone gets a question on their device and one person doesn't and but we all have to answer it. Yep. One of you is faking and you have to try and guess who's faking. And the yep. question was <laughs> Um, who is most likely to have had sex in public or something like that? And yeah, I was okay. like, oh, shit, I really hope that Max is the faker. But then all of a sudden, Max just started laughing. And I was like, oh, shit, he's definitely, <laughs> definitely not the faker. I was like, oh, no. Oh, no, what do I do? And luckily, he didn't say anything. He just... He actually said, he turned to my nephew and he said, oh, it's all right. My mum and dad were talking about that when we were having tea last night. I was like, we weren't. Oh, my God, we weren't. And he was like, what do you mean? And Darren had made a joke about, um, because I was going to buy some new clothes today for summer. um, And because obviously last year there was no fucking point. Um, And Darren made a joke to Max and he was like, oh, are your friends are going to think that mum is really sexy now? And he thought, <laughs> and it was so inappropriate. But then when he brought it up today, I had to try and find the words <laughs> to my brother <laughs> and my nephew. And I'm like, oh God. And I'm just, you know, when you're just digging yourself a hole and it's getting yeah. deeper and deeper and you're just like, oh, fuck yep. this. I just, that's it. I'm done. I'm not parenting anymore today. That's how I'm fucking done. Yeah, you get to a point of, fuck it, I'll keep digging, but I'm going to fill this hole while I'm in it. Just don't mind me. <laughs> yeah, just whatever. No holds barred, if you want to know. That's what he asked me. I've just remembered. We were watching, um, I think we are watching Daddy's Home or something like that, mm-hmm. and they mentioned a strip club. And oh, Lord. Max, Max turned to me and he said, Mom, What's a strip club? And my head just went, right, okay, I can either lie and try and make something up or I could just be really fucking honest. And just turned around and I said, it's a place where men go to watch ladies take their clothes off and they give them money for it. And his little jaw just dropped. And he's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And Darren was in the next room and I swear he choked on his coffee. He was like, are you fucking kidding me? But what am I supposed to say? What do oh, I say? That's a, yeah, that's a that's a tricky one. Again, there's I think you're gonna have plenty of those, but yeah, I, I I'm with you. I think being honest about it and just telling them what yeah. it's about is is probably the best way to go. Because I grew up 
pretty bloody sheltered myself, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, and so I, I felt like a bit of a fool sometimes because I was always that one at school that the kids would like start poking at and start using terms that I wasn't uh, well versed with, you know. Like, <laughs> right, yeah. Shit, I can't remember. I think I was like six or seven and I got that, oh, Nathan, are you a virgin? And I'm like, well, no, because I assumed it would be something bad and then I'd get teased. Yeah. Well, that was it. I got teased because I'm eight and not a virgin. And I'm like, what are you guys going on about? Like, come on. Oh, no, so, it's – see, this is the thing, isn't it? It comes back to the school thing because you don't want them to be the kid that has the piss taken out of them, but you also don't want them to be the kid that tells everybody else what these things are and then the parents yes. text you and they're like um what's this max has been telling everyone about strip clubs <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I so yeah i'm waiting that. for that text when he goes back to school next week i'm waiting for it yeah no look i mean like i'm i i have the same sort of thing with my son i try to be pretty honest with him if he asks me what's going on yeah but again being five he's still in that sort of gray area where he understands but I can't quite tell him the truth I I still got to dumb it right there yeah well yeah that's what you've got to do it you've got to do it in an age-appropriate way I think yeah yeah that's right so I I end up going ah ah." (laughs) so and he's like what is it dad look I'll get there like let me just figure out the right (laughs) words Oh, I've been there so many times. Um, there's this one um, kid in Maxie's class, and I'm quite good friends with her mom. And it turns out that um, her daughter had asked her about sex, and she was very honest, but she used like scientific words like penis and yep. all of the rest of it. And she actually, like, you know, told her all about the whole act. And then apparently her daughter just looked at her and went, Mom, you lost me a penis. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I think we all got lost at that point, love. That's why we're in this mess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's why I'm your that's mother. That's it. That's why you're here. But yeah, it's um it's tough, isn't it? Because you need to find that middle ground yes don't you yeah you can't be like over the top and have them be the one to tell everybody but you can't you know tell lies because then they look stupid that's right exactly exactly um but uh yeah i mean look i guess you're gonna have at least with dougie you have that practice you know like Yes. You'll, you'll have like <laughs> that six-year head start. So you'll be six years ahead for him and be able to know, all right, at this age, this is how I'm going to say it. Absolutely. I mean, to be fair, the way that Dougie is shaping up, I think he can probably, he'll probably tell us more than we can tell him because he's just, he just, he's a little bugger. So <laughs> I've got my work cut out, I think. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, I wouldn't mind having a second one, but I mean, I'm still still learning with the first one. I don't want to fuck up a second one until I've got the first one oh, worked no. out, you know? You, you won't <laughs> fuck it up. You're trying your best, so, you know, you're halfway there already. Well, that's one You'll thing You'll only I've fuck learnt, him up you know? if you don't try. Well, that's right. I mean, I've learned that, that parenthood 
nobody has a has a clue what they're doing and that's why I love doing the nope. podcast talking to all yeah. these other parents you know yeah so you, you we're take all muddling through experience yeah exactly well that's it we're all just trying our best at the end of the day and you know it's like Schrodinger's cat you don't know whether it's going to work until you've done it yeah that's and right that's it that's and if it don't work you go well I fucking tried so I was- <laughs> Yeah, sorry, sorry world buddy. here he is you've got you've got this complex bud i'm sorry but uh i did yeah. my best well this is it i'm i'm sure i'm giving max several complexes but you know that's my prerogative as beverly goldberg isn't it so whatever it works for her that's right that's right <laughs> i am um, anyway Hayley. um We'll probably have to wrap it up here, I think. But before we go, can you tell everybody where they can find your podcast and and, and all that sort of thing? Absolutely. Um, you can listen to Mac to Mac podcast on Anchor, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts and Amazon Music. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Mac to Mac podcast or one word. Um, and yeah, we don't have a Facebook page. We don't bother with Facebook. Because it's yeah, it's yeah. one of those things. So yeah, I've got a Facebook page and I struggle to run it all. Like I've, I've yeah. found that Instagram is usually it's actually really good to get a decent reach. I've found so. Yeah, I mean Facebook, the algorithm is just horrendous for yeah. for pages, and they reset it so often you can't keep on top of it. So what's the point? Yeah, that's right. Don't worry about it, Nate. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> All right, well, Hayley, thanks for coming on the show today, having a chat with me, mate. Oh, thank you for having me. It's been lovely. Well, we'll have to have you again sometime. I say that to all my guests and I mean it. So, yeah, like sometime. Oh, yeah, I'd love I'm, it. I'm sure we'll get you on and uh, have, an, have another chat sometime. Definitely. You go and put another shrimp on that barbie. Yeah, sounds like a plan. <laughs> <laughs> Catch you, mate. Thanks for listening to Not So Secret Dad's Business. If you have a topic you'd like covered or you just want to reach out to us, you can email us at notsosecretdadsbusiness at gmail.com or leave us a voice message at anchor.fm forward slash notsosecretdadsbusiness. If you want to follow us on social media, you can also follow us on Instagram at notsosecretdadsbusiness or on Facebook as well.